Hello, Faith family, and welcome to today's uh, panel discussion. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in like we like we normally do, right? So yep. we had we had amazing text um, and uh, favorite of mine because whenever I get to preach, I get to preach through the psalms. So, That's right. lo and behold, uh, we got a psalm yeah. uh, right here in in Second uh, Samuel uh, twenty two. So great. So. Um, Mike, you got anything to start us off with? Just things that stuck out to you? Yes. The, uh, there's a lot. We, we, yes. Before this started, we were talking about the amount of notes we were taking and everything. But uh, in the, at the very beginning, I just love this about my church. At the very beginning, he's telling these, reading these, uh, you know, silly lyrics of songs and <laughs> yes. things. But did you hear him hit? Well, I know you did. He, he, instantly after the the funniness of the song went to the gospel hmm. from the very get-go yes. you know um where we're going to what we're, we're going to visit the cross many times as we as we go through this we're going to the redemptive history or the uh christ redemptive history mm -hmm. and seeing it through uh through this psalm in particular. So I appreciate that. And then it always stands out to me because to answer your question is it, it, it instantly focuses me on the seriousness of what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, uh, I, I'm, I'm always helped when, um, when we're not just told something, but we're shown something. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I, I was shown at the intro, there's all these songs. And then that was one of his uh, first points was, uh, don't get your, don't get your <laughs> yes, theology yes. from, from the world, get yeah. it from the Bible yeah. and from the Bible's songs. Yeah. They're, they're rich, uh, rich theologically. So yes, no, that was, uh, it, it was very helpful. Um, yeah. What, what else? So as all the stanzas, you know, we could, we could, each one of these, but one of them in particular was stanza three. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And how to view forgiven sins. And uh, I, the comment, it's pride to remain low when God has lifted you up. Um, yes. That struck really hard. And um, that was, that was convicting to me. Um, mm. I really, in talking about losing track of where I am in the sermon at the time, because I have to, I really listened to that. I wrote it down and then had to listen to, to what, the, what that's saying mm -hmm. about me. And, and it's not, you know, I, I'm not necessarily, I'm not trying to talk about my sin in a prideful way, but sometimes I, um, I can use that to, to say, well, to myself, well, Mike, you're just just be glad you're barely saved. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you've lived and you've done these things, and and hopefully, you know, and I don't know, it's it's a pity party per se. So that really struck me. That convicted me. Um, and and then the and I I can't ever say it right in Latin, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but Mike Workman walked away today with the reminder that I am. Uh, simultaneously a sinner and righteous mm. or righteous and a sinner. Yes. I am both. And, and so he did a good job, the vertical, the horizontal, the way we see, uh, because I had read that, you know, that, that scripture also I'm wondering like, 
what's David saying? Because we know who he is. He's not right. hearing anything. So that was a good explanation. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I, and I think that uh, I, I was helped by the, the vertical, horizontal. Um, that's such a helpful way for us just as believers to be able to be honest about our sin. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can never... <laughs> All right, First John, right? If we say we're out without sin, we yeah. deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. Um, so I'm always aware that I'm I'm sinful at any given point in the day. Uh, and if I can't think of like, oh man, how how did I sin today? It's like, well, there it is, pride mm-hmm. that I, that I couldn't instantly recall a time that I did sin. But but what do I what do I do with that? I, I think that's one of the ways that we grow as as believers and mature as believers is we have a a quickness to recognize what matters, and that is that vertical, me and God. Mm-hmm. God views me in this way. So I, I can read, I can read this. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He rewarded me. I, I was that's I was helped in the in the sermon. When I read that, I can go, yes, absolutely, my righteousness, because. God gave it to me, <laughs> not not anything that I've done. Mm-hmm. He gave it, but He gave it to me. That's incredible. Yeah. I just, I, and there there are almost no words other than kind of keep on going out and breaking out in in this song and praising the Lord for what what God has done. And, and that's what I think that that's when I go and I wallow in the past. Mm. That is not. I mean that's that's just that's another sin being that am I not experiencing the grace of salvation here am I not understanding that I'm truly righteous Mike you know I have to ask myself those questions uh and so yeah I, I just that was three stanza three was the one where I I focused in on and then tried to catch up yes four yes. and five but it was uh, very convicting and very yes no, that that's good. Yeah, and I I, I agree. It, it was. I um, I I think that's that's just how you know. Think about just what we do on a grand scale, year after year after year. Hearing the word, what is supposed to be happening in my life? Well, the the word just it it shapes us. Yeah. It shapes my conversations at my house, and and in public. Um, I don't have to be a head down groveling. I'm a I am lower than a worm, yeah. kind of kind of a Christian. That is not what God in, in the gospel has called me to do. Yeah, there's no virtue to that, really. Yes, yeah, and that, that was a, it was a powerful reminder of that today yeah. in the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's just, oh it's yeah, a gift. I'm glad you yeah, it's a gift. So um, yeah, what's uh, what, what else? Well, probably the the, the last thing that the uh, stanza two where we see the appearance of God and he's very poetic mm-hmm. in the appearance of God. And in my um, course seminar today, uh, we were talking about different attributes of God and how we have a culture just has a tendency to, yes, we know he's everywhere. He's, he's my friend. He's my buddy. He's my homie. He's that mm-hmm. type of thing. When you see this type of description or different types of descriptions in Isaiah all through the Old Testament mm-hmm. uh, of of who God is, He's not my 
homie. He's not <laughs> right. Uh, he is. There is fear in all together, mm. and and so great visual uh, that uh, David gives me mm-hmm. to view an, an, an unviewable, not an unknowable, but an unviewable God. Mm-hmm. It gives me a lot of things to to be able to view him in my mind's eye. Yes. Uh, and it, it's not unicorns and puppy dogs. <laughs> right. It's it's a serious it's it's, it's it should strike all and and not only the believer uh but fear and the non-believer. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it was one of the one of the initial things uh that uh Kyle highlighted in the sermon that that God is a strong and benevolent protector mm-hmm. and deliverer, and uh, and and it's that was that was something that I was uh, again many many things in the sermon that was helped by, but the this repeated my David says it's my 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 yeah and and it has to do with uh, what what Kyle was saying. Well, it's, it is a it's personal. It is a personal walk with the Lord. Right. We are not. Christians who who have a distance from God, God has removed the distance right. through the blood of His Son, and so we don't have that distance anymore. We we go to Him, uh, and it is yeah, just a powerful powerful reminder. So um, let me see. I, there were there were so many things. I know. Uh, there there were so many things. Well, like the music at the end. Okay. Yes. Y- you know, uh, I'm trying to cut you off. I it just. Uh, Ultimately, he asked himself, elders and the church, do we sing th- this type of song or, or like this? Right. Uh, and um, uh, th- that was, you know, I know a lot of the songs uh, in, in Christian worship aren't don't necessarily do these type of things. Yes. Yeah, singing and, judgment yeah. about judgment against yeah. enemies. Yes. <laughs> and so... Uh, the good reminder on that. So it's just a small. I mean, you talk about how many things are in here. It's just a, right. a big spectrum that we're covering. Right. Well, one of the uh, items that that was helpful for me is that God gave David adeptness to handle life struggles, and and Kyle was in verse thirty on that. Um, I can run against a troop. By my God, mm-hmm. I can leap over a wall. Verse thirty-five. He trains my hands for war, so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Um, th- there is there is this uh, ability that a Christian has that no one no unbeliever has, and that is a, a growing adeptness mm-hmm. to life struggles. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm helped by that because I can I can look back in 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 humility in my life, and it is truly humility because I, the only reason that I <laughs> I only I, I react a different way now is because God has been kind, mm-hmm. and I've seen. This is not something that I can, I, I should be anxious over and try to take take control of. Right. I, I should I should immediately go to the Lord in this, and that's only that's only because the Lord has started any kind of work in me. Yeah. So I, I was really really helped by that. Um, I really liked how how uh, we were we were shown the frames of. First and Second Samuel, the bookends, oh, yeah. Hannah's yeah. song, mm-hmm. and then and him. then David's song. So you have this reference to the horn of salvation. You know this this true strength, uh, the anointed king, God is a rock, um, uh, and several several other points. Yeah. But I was just, I was very helped by that. The biblical authors are 
are extremely smart and they are trying to drive home this this point that yeah. that God fulfills his promises. Yeah. An anointed king is not just some sort of oh yeah that appears in the Bible. That is that is a promise that God has made. Uh, he has made this promise that there will be this Messiah, there will be this this descendant from the line of David. Um, and and so to see that just that's like that, that's so clearly bookended. Yeah. Um, I'd have never seen that or never thought of it. Anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause even if you, even if you read first <laughs> Samuel from beginning to the end of second Samuel, you're not necessarily, yeah, there's so many things to, to cue into. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was, I was really helped by that. Um, and what a, what a way to end that, you know, Psalm, um, or sorry, I, I'm Psalm saying, 18, you know, it's yeah. like we're in the Psalms, <laughs> yeah, no. right? Psalm 18. Um, uh, this is Psalm 18, as, as Kyle said, uh, but 2 Samuel 22, verse 51, great salvation he brings to his king and shows steadfast love to his anointed, to David and his offspring forever. I don't, I don't know about you. I, when I was a kid, whenever I would hear about the promises of God, I I would just kind of, I would kind of get confused. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, but but as, as I've... Uh, been we've been walking through first and second Samuel and, um, and and others and just seeing God God has made this clear promise to David. It's based on you can trail it back right to Abraham, even to mm-hmm. Adam and even the fall. But there's this promise, and and so anytime I am drawn closer to Christ, anytime I'm I'm more and more in the Word, mm-hmm. I'm seeing those those promises manifested right uh because jesus fulfilled <laughs> everything yeah um and, and perfectly and he did it for us um so I, I'm, I'm just i'm so i'm so helped by that i was reminded again of that that today and um i really appreciate what what we do here in the the efforts to to make the text plain right um so. and that helps those as we talked about the families that hopefully will watch this and, you know, maybe they don't want to go over the, the sermon point by point, but they can hear this type of conversation and then just have these type of conversations. Yes. He, you know, this he gave us five stanzas to talk about this week. If we if we choose to do it, a stanza a night at, at the supper sure. table. Oh, that's good. Kind of yes. talk about this stuff. And, you know, and I, I don't want to overemphasize it, but there is a, a point about meditating on not only the word, but on um, uh, the sermon that we heard mm-hmm. all through the week, and, and then how that prepares me for the next. It, there's an there's an excitement. What's next? What's he going to talk about? Even yes. if I do the pre-reading, I yes. Go, What's he going to talk about? How's he going to do this? And, and so there's an excitement. There is a uh, uh, just a, a transforming, a reforming constantly of me yes. when I stay in the word and when I when I meditate on these things. And so yes. I just hope our families would do that. Right. And, and to look, look for ways to, um, uh, that's something in the, in the pre-reading it's like, okay, how sometimes it's very clear. And sometimes it's not. Yeah. Like, okay, I can, it's like, I went to seminary. I can, I can see how that points to Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then other times I'm like, Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but he, he made it very, again, very, very plain here, uh, yeah. of David, David referring to, to Christ foreshadowing that, you know, a thousand years 
uh, uh, before before Christ. And um, yeah, just so so good, so rich. Yeah. So, anything else? Nope. I'm okay. good. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Mike. Yeah. Faith family, I hope you all have a great week, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday.